What's up, Winject World? It's your buddy Adam from Podcasting Business School, and this is the Thursday Spotlight episode in Winject Radio. Welcome to all those that are joining us live here on Facebook, on YouTube, on the LinkedIn, and all the other places that we're showing up live. And also, thanks everybody for listening in on Winject Radio, the podcast. So uh, normally, this is where we spotlight some new shows, but today I got a little greedy. Uh, I wanted to spotlight all to myself. And I'm going to do a little teaching segment. This is what I love to do. This is what I do best. So today, I'm going to cover five podcasting lessons that I've learned over the last year. All right. So through the pandemic and, and all the stuff that's been happening and just like I feel like the last year of my podcasting journey, I've seen so many trends pop up. I've experienced a lot of personal growth with all three of my shows. Uh, so I've got many things to teach. So top five lessons learned in the past year of podcasting by me, Adam Shibley. All right, let's dive right in here. Um, lesson number one, the importance of the niche, the niche, however you prefer to call it, Let's go with niche on this episode. So the importance of the, the niche. I feel like po- this age of podcasting is going to be a niche-driven game. I feel like the age of let's become super influencers and have millions of followers and get sponsors, that, that's getting tougher and tougher and tougher. Uh, the test that I would uh, put past you is say, hey, try this out as a test. Uh, if you put your face on a billboard, some like in New York city, does anybody know who it is? If Will Ferrell does that? Yes. If Jillian Michaels does that? Yes. If some famous actor, athlete, LeBron James, they do that? Yes. If I do that? No, nobody knows who the hell I am. So if you can't play the big fame brand game of I'm bringing a whole bunch of people to the table, we need to play the, the dialed in tight, niched down game of we are famous in our own little clique of people, our own little super tribe of our thousand true fans or our 10,000 true fans, maybe not millions, but I don't think it's going to take millions to effectively impact people and to run a, a, a business around our show, to develop a business around our show. So I feel like that's a huge lesson. And that's something that anybody like you guys that I'm trying to teach and educate I'm like, all right, what is the niche? If you have the everything about everything podcast, that's going to be a tough road to walk down. Uh, that's that's going to be slow growth. It's going to be hard to monetize because when you say your title or somebody reads your title when they're scrolling through Apple Podcasts, I want them to raise their hand, their ears perk up, and they go, "That's my that's my zone. That's that's the zone that I'm wanting to learn in and in, in alignment with the the goals that I have." Uh, so when people are scrolling through and they see podcasting business school, I'm a podcaster. I'm wanting to form a business around my my show. All right, let's check out and see what this guy has to say. Uh, if it was the everything media show, the right people are just scrolling by. All right. So the importance of the niche, that's my first and probably the top lesson learned here in the last year. Second lesson learned is the effectiveness of what is called the guest to client model as a monetization uh, strategy with podcasting. Now, what there are different ways of pulling this off. To me, to do it right, content is always priority. Like you are doing your podcast to produce amazing content. That's priority number one. Now, if we can do that and 
pull people in to talk to and sit in that guest chair that would be potential amazing clients for us, bonus. That That's like the huge win. So like for me, obviously I'm in the podcasting space, the podcasting business, podcasting, coaching, Winject Studios. Like we're, I'm trying to get in front of as many podcasters as possible. That's why I have two shows about podcasting. Let's talk about your podcast. Any and all comers, podcasters, you're welcome to come on. Podcasting business school, it's more business teaching focus, but I'm still getting in, in front of hordes of podcasters every single week through pod pals and other things that I do. So you want to think about that guest chair and go, all right, how can we provide content that's amazing for our listeners, but also how do we put people in that guest chair that could potentially be great connections, great business partners, great affiliate partners, great potential clients down the road. And it's not like this big hard sell thing. It's a, you get past the gatekeeper of all these people. You get you get past whether it's their VA or their assistant or whoever is like booking them for things. A lot of people will come on the podcast and you have access to them. Now you can make friends. Now you can build a relationship and a business relationship could develop from that. So that's my top lesson. That's my second lesson learned in the last year is like how effective this is, like how effective this is. I On my show, Podcasting Business School, I do a 30-minute strategy session called a podcast audit where I'm like, all right, you're going to fill out some information for me and I'm going to dig in with my best business and growth tips. And like more often than not, I don't make it through that whole 30-minute interview episode without them asking me about paying me to coach them. Like the last two that I've done this week, I haven't been through the whole episode and they're like, all right, let's talk about coaching. I'm like, let's wait until the episode's done and then we can talk. Like it almost gets weird because it's, it's just a natural thing. You're showing off your ability. You're adding value to both the guest and the, the person that's listening in. So uh, the effectiveness of the guest to client model, if you're in the Winject Studios family, if you're joining us as a podcasting partner, I'm going to teach you all about this and how to set this up. So get excited. Like this is one of the things that I love to teach other podcasters. And that's coming to you here at Winjack Studios. All right, third thing, pad a- paid advertising works. And specific paid advertising in the podcasting space for growth. I've been running ads on podcast players like overcast.fm. I did an episode on my show a few months back with all my strategies on overcast.fm. Since that episode dropped, the prices have tripled because I drove a lot of people to it. And it's, it's volume-based. It's scarcity-based pricing. It's, it's uh, like auction-based. So the more people, the higher the prices go. My bad. Um, but I've got several things, that platforms that I use uh, for running banner ads where people are already listening to podcasts. So podcasting business school, I'm going to go into overcast and go, all right, in the education or business categories, people are listening to a business podcast. My banner for podcasting business school is going to scroll across the top. Hey, check it out. Uh, if you want to learn how to build a business around your show, here's the, here's the, the link. Boom. They click on that and they're subscribing to my show. These have been super, super effective. A lot. I mean, we can just sing to the hills on social media and sometimes it's just crickets. And here I'm going on a podcast player app where people are listening to podcasts in my lane and I'm putting a banner ad right there. So I'm saying, check out my show and here's why. And it's working extremely well. I've, I've netted, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of new subscribers, not just downloads. Like they're, they're able, that's the other thing I like about podcast player ads 
is they tell you how many subscribers you got on that platform. And obviously, Apple, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, they don't do banner ads and they don't allow you to advertise on there. So this is outside of the Apple universe. Apple has about 60% of total downloads out of all the downloads in the world. But some of these other platforms, like Spotify has got between 10 and 15%. These other ones like Overcast are hanging in that 1% to 3%. That's still millions of downloads, millions of downloads. Uh, so I've picked up a lot of really good listeners uh, through that and people that eventually become clients and customers. So podcast advertising works. And sometimes it's just like, I'd rather spend 200 bucks or 300 bucks on a, a podcast player app ad, which runs for a month, than spend hours on Facebook trying to like just post like, oh, check out my show, check out my show, blah, blah, blah. And nobody pays attention. So that's uh, been a huge lesson learned for me in the last year. Fourth lesson learned in the last year in my podcasting journey, having your own Facebook group might not be a good idea right now. In fact, I'm going to call it a bad idea. Now, if you are a giant following person that already has a brand built, if you're that billboard recognizable person and you're bringing the brand with you, start a Facebook group, communicate with people, go for it. But if you are Mr. Unrecognizable like me, I can walk down the streets of New York, no problem. No problem. Los Angeles, no problem. Even my hometown, no problem. Uh, nobody recognizes this face. So I'm not bringing that brand with me. Starting a Facebook group now from scratch is going to be a pain in the butt. All right. Um, it's going to be a lot of, of frustration. There's going to be a lot of crickets. There's going to be a lot of just posting things and hoping that somebody interacts with you. Facebook is so filtered out and people are like, I, I looked the other day, I'm a member of like 600 Facebook groups. Who wants to join another damn Facebook group? Uh, not me. People aren't checking into them. It's just like a played out thing. Now let's flip this lesson to the other side of the coin where I am spending a lot of time is other people's Facebook groups that are already massive, that are already well-run, that are already getting great engagement from ideal listeners for my show. I'll, I would much rather, again, you can spend hours creating content, posts for your own group of crickets, or you could do the same thing, like even like a quarter of the time, create some content, create some posts, do some engagement, and someone else is massively popular massively populated with your ideal listeners groups. And I, that's what I do. I'm like, this makes way more sense. And every time I do this, I gain subscribers, I gain potential clients, uh, I gain connections, people coming to my things, engaging in my lead magnets. It's done respectfully. Of course, that's, that's, you got to play by the rules of the group. Uh, it's got to be value add driven and make connections off of the back end. But I would much rather see you all spending time diving into to other people's Facebook groups compared to uh, diving or you know, starting your own and going, all right, I've got five hours a week of content I'm going to produce and I'm going to go live and nobody watches that. Nobody comments is on, on my post. What's wrong? It, it's going to like that lack of engagement will drive people to stop podcasting. And this has nothing to do with your podcast. It has everything to do with Facebook groups and people not wanting to be on there. Like that's just how it is. So uh, that is lesson number four. Having your own Facebook group might not be a good idea, but I do think you can still pop into someone else's group, add value and get a ton of value in return. All right. Last or not, not the last lesson, the, the last of five. I'm only going to cover five today. Uh, the last lesson learned in the last year is that connection and community based lead magnets really work. They work really well. I am singing 
to the Hills pod pals. Like every podcaster I get in front of, anytime I do a podcast audit session for my show, this comes up every time. Community engagement lead magnets. People right now are, are starved for connection, starved for community, and they'll take it however they want it. I do mine obviously via Zoom, and that's something that's very easy to pull off podcasters like we are hungry to learn we're hungry to level up our game and obviously if you're listening to this or you're watching this you're in winjack studios and like you're in the right place this is a podcasting education hub that is something i'm very proud to say that's something i'm really proud to be a part of so a community-based engagement lead magnet that like for for me it's my pod pal zoom party i go okay every other week or, or what i recommend starting out is once a month you throw a party on zoom and it's not a meeting. It's it's an event. It's a party. It's a workshop. It's a gathering of minds. It's a mastermind. Don't call it a Zoom meeting. All right, don't do that. It's way better, right? It's a late night talk show for you and your guests and your and your your uh, your audience. But it's a place where your audience. The challenge I put out there to, to podcasters like you all is: when are you giving your your community a chance to be a community? Think about it. Me talking into this microphone. If you're listening in, that's not me allowing you to be a community. That's me teaching you as a listener. Giving our community a chance to be a community is where they can talk to me, I can talk to them, and they can talk to each other. And there's connections going in all three directions. And there's value being added in all three directions. It's a three-directional conversation. And the next key question, I go, okay, uh, what's the irresistible reason why your community needs to show up every single time you do this? So for me with my pod pal Zoom party, you guys all know this. Podcasters really know that one of the best ways to grow your show is to be on other people's podcasts. You got to be down with OPP. Chris Ross, shout it. You know me. You got to be down with OPP, other people's podcasts. So that's the irresistible draw to my community engagement lead magnet. When people give me their email address, they get on my list, they get the booking link, they schedule, and they can show up every other week if they want to. And there's going to be a segment called Podcaster Speed Dating. They get to shout out what their show is about, who they're looking for, for a, a guest on their show, and who they're a great guest or speaker for, and how to get a hold of them. Because so I put this out as an episode of my show where thousands of podcasters are listening in going, ooh, that person would be a great guest for my show. I'm going to get a hold of them. So that's the irresistible draw. So we're building engagement with our community. We're pulling people from earbuds to eyeballs, which I think is very important. We're starting a three-directional conversation and we're adding a ton of value. All right. So, and we're building our email list of highly engaged, like people that come to your community engagement lead magnet, those are your super fans. And they need that, that, that like super fan tag in your email list of like, these people are coming out of the stands onto the playing field and engaging. All right. They are the ones that could be you know, super fans, power listeners, potential business partners, potential clients. So you're bringing them out and we're engaging, we're adding a ton of value and they become super fans. And super fans go and tell people about your show. They help you build your subscriber listener base. Uh, they help, they, I get so many referrals from my pod pals that, that show up to my pod pal Zoom party. Like it's ridiculous. Like, oh, you, like they want to, add value back to me because they're getting booked for four or five interviews after, after one session. So think about like, what is the irresistible reason why your community will want to show up every single time you do this, at least once a month, 
you're building your email list, you're ramping up community engagement, and you're moving those people down that chain of being super fans and potential clients and customers. They're power users of your brand and of your uh, of your content. They're power listeners. Um, so examples, like if you're just like, I have no idea what the draw is, why my audience would listen. Like that's, first off, that might be an issue. <laughs> like maybe we need to look at some of these other things. Okay, we need to niche down. We need to get more specific. Like if you're the everything about everything podcast, yeah, it's going to be like, all right, come on in once a month. We're going to talk about everything. No, like pod pal zoom party. We're going to talk about, I'm going to teach you about business. I'm going to teach you about monetizing your show, growing your show, something like in that trench. And then we're doing podcast or speed dating. Then I open it up for Q and a boom. We're good. That's 45 minutes solid. Now for you, you could think, all right, what really cool guests have I had on my show? Can I give my audience access to them? Can I invite one or two of them to come and speak for 20 minutes each? They have books and things to sell. They'll, they'll want some more interaction with my audience. We had a great interview. Maybe you can bring them in and go, hey, our uh, workshop of the month with, with guest A and guest B, they're going to be there. Use this link to sign up. You're collecting email addresses. You're connecting your audience and your listeners to those uh, amazing guests. And then you are that hub. So that's a great way to do this. Um, you can do a mini mastermind format. I like this one a lot. I haven't done this myself. I have a lot of clients that do this where uh, the mini mastermind is you give each person one to two minutes and they start off talking about one thing that they're grateful for and they put one ask out to the group. Uh, and then your goal is to try to deliver on someone else's ask in the group. So if they ask for a connection uh, or a business tip or like, you know, who has a great accountant. I'm, I'm really struggling to find an accountant. And so you could email them like, here's the number of my accountant. Here's somebody that uh, is, is a good, you know, it's been referred to me before or whatever. So that format works. Um, creating things together. I consulted with a, a woman that's got a, uh, a show. She's uh, in the modeling industry and they will get together and go on an online apparel design website called Teespring, T-E-E -E Spring. Check it out. And they pull that up and they'll go, okay, let's design some apparel, the apparel item of the month for our community. And they get to help pick the colors and the logos and where it's going on the pants or the shirt or the bag or whatever. And their community's a part of it. And then she can give them a discount code and they're like, she's making money off of this. Like they're, they're buying that thing that they all create together. Um, those are just some ideas. So I know some of you are going, but Adam, I don't know how I can pull this off. There's something. Th those three models right there can be applied across the board. Uh, think about it like a late night talk show that you get to host once a month, maybe twice a month like I do. Like if this works, starts working really well and you're getting business and referrals and power listeners out of this, do it twice a month. I don't know if going weekly is going to be like you want to space things out because I like to do follow-ups with these people. Um, so I like to have that, that off week to follow up. But one to two times per month, late night talk show, make it fun, give away some stuff. I know a, a lot of us have apparel and swag that we can give away. Uh, I bought this $35 dry erase board spinny wheel where I can write like numbers and prizes or whatever. I can spin that giveaway prize. I haven't done it in a while. Um, but, you know, you never know. I might do it right now. You never know. So make it fun. Make it like a really good sign that you've nailed it with this community engagement lead magnet is if you get on there and you're like fired up about it and you have a hard time sleeping afterwards, she's like, that was awesome. So much interaction, so much fun. People got so much value. Um, that's when you know that you crushed it. So 
Uh, in, in closing here, let's wrap it up. I'll review the top five lessons learned of the last year. Uh, the importance of the, of the niche. That was number one. The effectiveness of the guest to client model. That was number two. Number three was paid advertising on podcast players. That was number three. Uh, number four, having your own Facebook group may not be a good idea. Let's look at other people's highly active, large Facebook groups to interact in instead. And the number five is having a community-based lead magnet, a community engagement lead magnet, as I call them, uh, is really, really working right now. Now, if you have podcasting questions, if you have podcast, if you would like for me to deliver podcasting tips to you weekly like this, hit that number below. If you're watching, it's right below. Um, I got to enlarge my screen so I can I can see it. I don't have it memorized yet. Uh, 843-396-2104. 843-396-2104. That is our community number. So Chris Ross, myself, our team, we are active in there. 843-396-2104. It's a great way to interact. So if you text that number right now with the word TIPS, T-I-P-S, TIPS, uh, I will send you a brand new podcasting tip, kind of like what we heard today in in text format. Not Obviously not all that. It'll be a micro dose. Don't worry. We're not going to text you every day. We're going to be respectful. We're not going to text puke on you. Uh, but I'm going to provide some value. I love this format. You can text me any podcasting questions you, that you have and just say, hey, Adam, blah, blah, blah. I'll answer it 100% of the time. All right. I'm dedicated to that. If you ever engage with me on social media, I answer all my DMs. I answer all my, my emails like that. I crave engagement. I love to teach because I know how hard that first couple of years, those first couple of hundred episodes from, from my first show were. And how many times I wanted to quit and how, how much frustration I had. And if I just had something like this number and somebody that I trusted that I could text and go, all right, this sponsorship thing, how in the world do I make this happen? Or how many episodes should I be doing per week? You know, what's, what's my, my, my niche? What, you know, how do I fix my branding? You know, how do I get more customer or, or listener engagement? If I could have asked those questions to an experienced podcaster that has three shows fully monetized and has, you know, over 600 episodes, I would have been all over that. So pod pals hit that number, text me 843-396-2104. And you all heard uh, the, uh, the mad scientist, Chris Ross yesterday talking about our brand new website at winject.com. It's going to be live at some point in the next 24 hours, live action. And it is, uh, Amazing. It's going to be the entire education hub that we're putting together for podcasters. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. I've been in the game for five plus years, three shows, 600 plus episodes. I attend all the events. I talk to all the people. This is different. It's special. And I'm making sure that we are solving, like actively going after and attacking and solving the major pain points that most podcasters out there are experiencing. Uh, so shortening your learning curve when it comes to having a great show, shortening your learning curve when it comes to having audience engagement, no more crickets, shortening the learning curve to makes the monies. I know a lot of you want it should your, your podcasting hobby. If it's a hobby, it should at least pay for itself. You shouldn't be in the hole every month for your microphone and your hosting fees and all this stuff. It should at least be paying for itself. I want it to become a lucrative side hustle. I know some of you want to go full-time like me. All right. We're going to pave that road and make it much 
easier. All right. So stay tuned, stay plugged in Winject World. And with that, I will sign out wishing you health, happiness, and many downloads. Carolum, drop the music. DJ Carolum, do it. This podcast is part of the Winject Studios Network, where podcasters come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how to apply to join the network, go to www.winject.com. That's W-I-N-J-E-C-T dot com. If you're ready to make a difference through podcasting, then we're ready to see you there.